and welcome to episode 84 of Movies and Us. I'm DJ. And I am Marcus. And this is the review show that reviews genre movies from the beginning sometimes. Today, we are covering the 2012 release of Superman vs. the Elite, the animated movie. Superman vs. the Elite. This is... this movie was directed by Michael Chang, written by Joe Kelly, starring George Newbern, who apparently voiced Superman before in one of the other movies. Really? Yeah, that it, they made a mention the, in the wiki to tell us that, so... I wonder if you didn't like that one. What movie, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure which one it was. It had to be Superman, an animated movie, though. The animated series... Ah, uh, so we are 2012. He must have done, I'm looking at this thing right now, he did Batman Gotham Knight. He did Superman Shazam, The Return of Black Adam. That was an, That's a newer movie. Did you watch that? Not yet. It's a newer one. It came out 2010, though. Did it? Directed DVD, animated short film, Superman Shazam, The Return of Black Adam. Oh, it's a 2010 it was, short animated. Not, it's not a movie. It's a short? It's a short, and it wasn't with anything, so we didn't cover it. Why don't we watch that? Because I didn't know it existed to right now. It's not what the any fuck, TJ. I didn't even know it was in a list. Come on, you're doing bad at this. It's not even in a Wikipedia in the Wikipedia TJ. list. TJ. Uh, by the way, he was a voice in the uh, Batman Gotham Knight. That's how why we know him. Right. He voiced the Man in Black, Clark Kent, Guido. Where to Guido? That's not. I'm not saying and that he, word. And he voiced Superman in Gotham Knight. Yeah, Batman Gotham Knight. He did Clark Kent. So I guess Clark Kent such bad Superman. And uh, he did Man, and then Youth Number Three. Okay. Anyway, yeah, that's so where we're going from. It stars George Newbern. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, Paulie Perrette, famously known from NCIS. For most of you, probably know her from that. Uh, Robin Atkin Downs. We've seen that name a lot. Yeah, he's, uh, he looks familiar. What's he from? He's been in a lot of these superhero movies. Which makes sense, yeah. A lot of the animated ones, too. Uh, Gray Delisle? I'm not sure who what that is. Catero Colbert, or Colbert. Melissa Disney. Andrew Casino. D. Bradley Baker. Ogie Banks, Paul Eidlin, who's from the Colonel from Metal Gear Solid, for anyone interested in that. Troy Evans. Nerd. Sorry. Jennifer Howe, prolific video game voice actress, uh, stars in Mass Effect, is the one I know her most from. David Kaufman, Pamela Kosh, Jeff LePens, Marcel Lentz, Tara Strong, who's another prolific voice actress that we've come across here. She did Harley Quinn in the Arkham games, I think. David B. Mitchell... Somalia material, Lorraine Newman, Nolan North, also prolific video game voice actor, Henry Simmons, Stephen Stanton, Fred Pasuri, obviously Bruce Timm, he's in every one of these, Julie Whitner, and Rick Zeif. So that is all the credits. Nice. Uh, the movie is an hour 16 minutes long, and let's jump into the box office since, you know, this the, the domestic DVD sales of 1,395,000 bring in total earnings to 3,210,000. With $3,210,000 worldwide in the domestic league box office DVD sales, I hear you taking a sip, we are going to the top 100 of 2012. 
And the only reason I'm doing a top 100 because there's a movie in here I think Teaser may have seen or probably knows about. So, yeah, I'm going to do it to f- uh, top five of the top 100. So, 100 to 105. Okay. Nah, it's too like 112 to 110, 100. So, number 12, the Red Dawn remake. Red Dawn, that name sounds familiar? Wolverines! You know, we get American gets invaded by Russians? Or no, Chinese, Japanese. One of the pe- one of the enemies at the in during the eighties because the I think it was Red Scare, so I won't say it's the Russians. It's during nineteen eighties. Patrick Swayze. No idea. People. You never seen it? No. Oh my goodness, it's so good. We get invaded. Uh, it's like uh, it focuses in like the Nebraska or somewhere like that. It focuses on like high schoolers trying to defend and like big guerrilla warfare. It's really good. It's really entertaining. Like, and the name just... sounded familiar, but when you started explaining it, oh. no clue what you're talking about. TJ. Then they redid it, and then like then the enemy was China at the time, and it's not good. So that's one to mention. I brought that. I said 112 because I figured you saw the first one, but apparently not, TJ. Nope. Apparently not. <laughs> so one uh, that made uh, 50 million dollars. Uh, number one, 111, the five year engagement. At 110, the Three Stooges. The the remake? The new, I mean, that one yeah, with the, the newer people? Yeah, it had a... Uh, uh, wow. I know it had Will Sasso and some other actors. That is what a blast from the past. Yeah, yeah. Like, I only know... I didn't see it, but I know of it from trailers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. all around at that time. I heard it, well, yeah, I heard it was good, but it didn't perform well, obviously. At 109, Wolf Children. No idea what that is. Mm. Number 108, End of Watch. That has a, that's a Ben Stiller movie. No idea. Uh, that's okay. No, it's not good at all. It's bad. At 107, Lawless. I think it's Tom Hardy. Hardy. Nope. Charlotte Charlotte Yeah, Charlotte Booth's in that one. Well, that's another reason to say nope. No, that's a lie. It's too much Tom Hardy. But Charlotte Booth's not bad, TJ. We've already discussed this, and yes, he is. <laughs> I know. I'm editing the Costume podcast, and I was like, it's still at the time of defending him. I was like, he's really good, TJ. He's really good. I'm going to show you Peanut Butter Falcon and we're going to like it. And we didn't. No, we did not. Uh, 106, The Odd Life of Timothy Green. No idea. Yeah, no. Uh, 105, That's My Boy. It's Adam Sandler movie. It's not good. At 104, nope. <laughs> Rock of Ages. The Tom Cruise movie. Uh, the name sounds familiar. I believe it's based, I know it's a musical, so I think it's based off a play. But when you say Rock of play. Ages, the name that comes to mind is Jack Black, not that's school of rock essentially and like he was some something that's something he was saying okay uh number 103 quartet at 102 is a movie i want to talk to you about is evangelion evangelion yes dot dot 3.0 you can quote unquote not redo is it a live action or an anime this is an anime oh well i mean 14 years have passed since the near third impact Evangelion is a classic anime, like yeah. super classic, like one of the most well-known. And we talked about it. I've seen it. I enjoyed it. And then you were just like hard hating on it. Like, it's not good. Yeah, no, it's. There's weird sexual undertones. It's gross. So look, it's anime. So, of course. When did we have that conversation? Oh, uh, it's been a while, but I remember. Because I remember like, I like this movie, TJ, or show. I like it. You can't take this from me. I don't know if it was Evangelion we were talking about. I'm pretty sure because I remember. I'm pretty because sure it was that. I don't think I'm as familiar enough with it to be able to confidently talk about it like that. It was after you reviewed it for the first time and I was talking to you about it. And I remember you hating it because of like the Edgelord fan base and like the Christian. No, that was Elf and Lied. No, it wasn't this one. Oh, well, that. It was that too. It was that. It too. wasn't Evangelion. Yeah. I know Evangelion was. Evangelion is mechs. It's great. I'm not as I'm not familiar enough with Evangelion to say 
to argue with like that, but like Elfin was the other one. Yay. It was Elfin Lie that's disgusting. <laughs> Let's not talk about that anymore. I refuse to promote <laughs> I refuse to promote that. And when I released that video, I didn't even give it a thumbnail. TJ. I wrote I refused that we refused to promote this anime in every way, so this is the thumbnail. I don't and know. If then, you're doing the review, I think you still kind of like have to like listen. We do not like what we just reviewed. What we have to do is because it's our show. Yeah, and we did that. We did that. We did the podcast, but yeah. all the visual stuff on the YouTube side of it, I did not promote it in any way. It got it's no thumbnail. It's a good anime, TJ. Then I give it a thumbnail, and when it came to like put a trailer in for it or like still images, like I do for the anime stuff on the YouTube thing, what I did is I I put a list. I wrote. I wrote a black a block of text that said, "Here's a, a list of mo- anime you should watch." And then every minute, I put a new anime they should watch instead of even TJ Elfin lied. Dude, that's so fucked up. Like Elfin lied, Elfin lied. It's really visually good. It's like a round piece. It's no, it's not. It's disgusting yes, it in every way. It's, it's not it's, disgusting. It's disgusting. Go out and watch it, guys. This is my recommendation. Yeah, go you, you go watch Child torture and porn show sure. don't say it like that okay? that's what it is no it's no child- it's not no it's not yeah. yes it is no 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 yes it is no it's not it's anime it can't be no, child torture no nope. it's it is that's gross that's disgusting i'm recommending it not for those reasons people but just like don't rec- i don't i do not recommend or promote or in any way yeah, that Alpha Lead Alpha Lead has the Marcus and TJ official recommendation. I would rather watch <laughs> what was it? It's called Koikaze, the other worst oh, no. anime we've ever watched. Which was, the, the which was which was which was an incestual brother sister relationship where he was twenty nine and he and she was Gross. sixteen. Gross. I would rather watch Gross. that again Gross. than that shitty, terrible life-draining anime that was Elfin Lie. Gross. Of course, I'm only joking, people. I'm not recommending that. I saw it when I was, like, at that age of, like, Edge Lordy. This is, this is not one of the mainstream anime, so it's just like, you guys should watch this. So I don't really recall too much of it, but I do recall it being, like, I don't remember the child porn part of it. I remember, like, she's a young girl, so she gets tortured and she's bloody at all the time. So the, I remember that shit. The, all the... There's nothing but naked twelve-year-old girls in the, throughout this entire Stop. movie. That's terrible. Stop. That's they literally—they don't show it, but they imply uh, uh, what is it—a stepfather raping his stepdaughter, <sighs> as with her being naked and her getting in position as he's getting ready. Stop! To. Stop! 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 It's—it's it's so That's it's that bad. Terrible. It is disgusting. Marcus cut all this conversation out. It's not. It's not it's funny anymore. This, yeah. Anyways, at 101. Oh, by the way, Evangelion, not that. <laughs> I remember enjoying Evangelion. I was like, this is a good, it's okay. It's good. It's slow. Um, I haven't seen it in years. I don't even think same. I've ever seen the entire thing. But it, well, they keep uh, adding on to it, don't they? Yeah, and I don't like mechs in general, but as far as an anime go, it's it's a classic, so. Yeah, it's good. Uh, this is a French name word, I think. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try Asterix and Oblex. Oh, Asterix and Oblex. That is... Um, I say Britannia. Um, Asterix and Oblex is... I think it's a French comic book. Uh, it looks live... At, hold on. Let's well, see. it might be a live version of it, yeah, but it as, like it. As, Asterix and... I think he's like a Viking... It looks, yeah, he crosses the channel to help second cousin anti-climax face down Julius Caesar and invading Rome. It's, I guess, it's a comedy. I guess. Yeah, it's it's a it's like a children's yeah. uh, comic. But yeah, I know of Asterix. Okay, of course you would. It's a comic. 
You well-read <laughs> son of a bitch. And at number 100, the 2012 3D re-release of Beauty and the Beast. The actual, actual animated Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I think we talked about that already. I think we talked about the section of the list before. You know, all this sounds vaguely familiar to me. So let's go somewhere else. Now nah, I'm not doing a whole nother. No, but I think we did like 100 to 90 or something like that. Probably. Yeah. Because I do remember talking about Beauty and the Beast. And we probably talked about Evangelion before, like as, like you probably went to 102 down or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing this list again. There's so much. I feel like we, I feel like we've caught this year before. Maybe for one of our picks. Maybe. I don't know. I, I remember vaguely. I do remember the, the Beauty and the Beast and remember asking him is yeah. it the, so the live action versus the yes yes that's the box office of 2012 yeah Ooh. all right so moving on to the behind the scenes stuff nothing really to talk about but this is an interesting movie because this is normally when we cover an animated movie it's adapting like a storyline in the comics yes this is adapting one comic book. It's literally one comic. It's Action Comics number 775. It is a 23-page comic that they had to stretch into an hour. I'm sorry. Say, I was not paying attention. I was reading something. Say it one more time. So I'm so sorry. So normally, a, this uh, animated movies covers storylines. Yes. It's like three or four or five, six comics that they cover that they have to they're adapting to a movie. This one in particular is only covering one comic book. Which okay. is a twenty-three page comic book, Action Comics number seventeen seventy-five. So they had to stretch this into an hour-long movie. Wow! And I think I've said this before. Usually, screenwriting-wise, one page is one minute. So twenty-three pages is about twenty-three minutes of movie. So right. But what's interesting about this, even more interesting, is that comic book was released in March two thousand and one. So the writer of the comic actually adapted the movie joe kelly wrote the original comic and now he wrote the screenplay for the movie really yeah so it's the first time we actually had the creator of the story actually adapt his own story and nothing's out of that but fascinating yeah so and he changed quite a bit of it actually for good or for worse you've read a comic i guess then huh yeah well i can go through I'm gonna, i'll go through the comic real quick because it's literally just one comic Okay. Yeah, like it opens up with a giant gorilla being killed, like a King Kong sized gorilla, and the elite kill him. And then, you know, Superman shows up and they're wondering who the elite is. And then the um, super villains attack another city, and the elite show up and kill them all. And Superman's like helpless to do it because he got knocked down. That's a scene in this, obviously, in the movie, obviously. And they're like, this is how the world is these days, you know, so forth and so forth. And then uh, after that, Superman, you know, there was a little bit of pages, you know, character building and stuff like that. But eventually it gets to the point where Superman and gets mad at them, punches one of them. All right. Now we're going to kill you, Superman, because you threw the first strike and they went to the moon. And then he pretends to kill them all. And, you know, we get the whole lesson at the end. Spoiler. So, yeah, it's essentially the same, except they changed a few things. Like, they decided to go a little more political in this one. Yeah. And do, like, that storyline instead of, like, just having random super, no-name super villains get murdered and stuff. So they had, like, soldiers and stuff in this. Okay. Um, but what's interesting about this one is, like, 2001, the, the story that was written, it was, like, it was called What's So Funny About Truth, Justice in the American Way. Because 
it was at the time of like anti-heroes and stuff and a lot of like dark superhero telling and like killing and stuff like that and joe kelly was like like what's wrong with just having superman be superman and being a hero you know yeah so that's why he wrote that story so to show that you know there's a place for regular superheroes you don't need all these dark you know guys killing everybody and stuff and doing things which i'm totally fine i like that i like that and that's kind of the that's kind of the message in that comic and kind of the message here i mean it's a little more a little more updated for the time like 2012 yeah but you know well, I guess because Anthony was his face. Batman's movies became all brooding and dark, so everyone wanted to be Well, like, not oh. even Batman, because Batman doesn't kill anybody. No, but I'm just saying, like, th- like that darkness but it's, it's, so it's, well. It's actually, I'm actually thinking more along the line of Punisher and um, okay. Ghost Rider and those types of guys, yeah, you know what I mean? Yes. The really, like, edgelord, kill murder. everybody, murder guys. Yes. Bathe in the blood of the guilty. Yeah, it's just, righteousness. I am and the answer. And, yeah. and the industry was just... But white real. men love the being. I'm the hero here. No, you're not. You just killed some people for no reason. So. That's... And, like, the industry was really trending towards the... Was not trending. Was that going in, like, from, like, the late 80s to about... I want to say to almost... 20 to 2015 2013 recently honestly yeah it's just starting to really come out of the dark storytelling scene we're even still getting it to this day with some stuff but yeah but i think the snyderverse kind of killed all that which which is good (laughs) yeah i'm so glad it did me too because it's it just ruins it was ruining everything like i don't mind some heroes being that because sure i get it but not every it's not it's not superman it's not who he is so so here's the thing superman he's a boy scout i'm curious what you thought about this movie did you like this movie if i saw this at the time i probably would liked it but it's like one of those things like i'm so like this came out 2012 so 10 years later 13 years later when i released this i've i I pretty much get the gist of it because i've talked about this plenty of times before so like I like the idea of it. Some of the execution of it's not great. No, it's it's like I said, it's it's a twenty three page comic yes. stretched. Yes. It was a, it didn't need to be as long as it yes. was. Well, I think I fell asleep in it last night. Have you watched it today? Like, whoa, what I what I miss? Not much. Right. So but like, it could have been told in like said twenty three minutes. But it, this is this is a classic Superman story, and I yes. know how you like Superman. So yes. And what I have against this movie is the voice acting and the visuals. If it yeah. was what I would have liked visually and voice acting wise, I would give this a 10. So I do like this kind of story. That like, because if this is what I always argue against Batman, like just kill the Joker after 20 times of escaping. He's bad. He does way too much damage to be still alive. So this kind of, ta- it just tackles that like, hey, we can't be doing that. So right. I think in better hands, this would have been fantastic. Right. I mean,. <laughs> So, like, this movie really spotlights, like, superheroes are fine and stuff like that, but you kind of, like, the world kind of needs Superman is that symbol of hope, you know what I mean? Like, yes, you need that message out there that the world's might be shit but there are good things too you know what i mean but this movie never had a moment where it portrayed that for me like it never had the i get it kind of moment yeah but i think that the the comic i know really is where it really is shine and like i mean like the but the message and stuff is still here but like i'm talking about this just made you think oh you the superman is just you know you need superman <laughs> 
out in the lore, you know what I mean? You don't need something like Batman or or any of those. No. You know what I mean? It, they're fantastic stories, but this is like this kind of transcends a little bit, if you know what I mean. <sighs> Not for me, this one didn't. Not, Not the, the movie. I'm talking about the character. Oh, Superman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's my he's my favorite. You know that. Yeah, I know. That's but Every like cat. Like, he, just great, great old boys. Yeah, cats. him and Captain America. You know what I mean? Those the good old boys. I like them. You need them. In, you need that message out in the world. Is yes. what I'm trying to say. You because. Uh, the world's shit. Everybody knows that. Yep, it's, it's, it's easy not, to be cynical, depressed. It's very easy. Yeah, it's easy to get like that. But you, so stories and heroes like this really just transcend their stories and like make people feel better about you know the world and stuff. I would even stretch this to Wonder Woman too, by the way. Yes. So I, it, it's just this movie with that with that um with this message and yes. I, like I w- the movie itself didn't do it, but like. Just spot and light and why Superman is yes, and that's why I wish the movie would have like had more oomph behind it with Superman. But yeah, there's just the meshing is good. Just I think the execution was just a little lacking. Like I mean, Superman's by far not my favorite superhero at all. But but I I hate it when people say Superman's boring. No. Superman he does he's he's invulnerable. He can't he's always the same thing. And and one no he's not but two that's kind of the point yes. he's a he is a he's a symbol yep, he's you know the moral compass of good and just, you can't destroy that exactly. essentially oh. and when that's done well I get the tingles in my feeling I get my heart like oh yes this is what I want to feel that's why I like these kind of characters like the ending speech kind of did that a little bit in this in a little this bit movie. yeah yeah. It kind of, it kind of almost got there. Yes, yes. I think if they were to, re- were to retackle this, it would be a great. Yeah, I, I just think it was a little long, and I think the political yes. stuff was a little unnecessary. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. Yes. Like we're we're already summing up this movie, and we didn't even start it. I mean, it's not much to talk about this movie. Yeah. Anyway, so before we actually dive into proper, I do have a couple of weird trailers. God damn it, TJ. <laughs> What you got? I got a. Uh, would it be a trailer if they're asking me to donate to a charity? Ew, charity, gross. Um, that's a sponsor. No, that's a commercial. It's commercial, right? Or I uh, guess I don't know, but they want you to donate to We Can Be Heroes charity for the kids, right? Yeah, hunger in Africa. Who cares about those people? They get a penny from me. Yeah, so that was that was just it's it's it was that I got that one in the f- uh, trailer for the first season is my babysitter's a vampire. I heard about that. I didn't up until this moment. I'm like I have no idea why I got these two trailers. I mean, I get the charity one because like the uh, DC was matching all donations at the time. I guess why they stop? I don't. They might still be for all I know. I don't know. Okay, I got a question for you. It's going to sound like an asshole thing, but, like, you know when you go shopping, and you go to, like, shop right, wherever you go into, you get, like, that for groceries, and, like, at the end, you, like, you have the bill, you go to pay, like, hey, you want to round up for charity? And it's usually cents to a dollar. Why uh-huh. don't they just automatically do that? Or, like, why don't the stores just automatically match? We don't want you to round up. We're going to donate that much ourselves. Because some people are assholes. No, I'm saying, why, does, like, why doesn't the store do that themselves? Like, why, why doesn't, doesn't oh, say do, Walmart do, do, does that? Let's say, well, why doesn't Walmart, like, okay, you, the change for you guys is 90, 98 cents. We're going to give you that, but we're going to match that and give that to charity. Why don't they just do that? Because that eats into their profit margins. That's bullshit. Like, why put it on to the consumer? And why not just, like, you know, just donate yourself? 
the corporations. Because that eats into their profit margins. Well, I'm pretty sure like, he says write-offs, can't they? Like, oh, this year, totally donate, donate it. Yeah, X but I'm, a million, I'm a million, sure they're cost. already donating whatever, and if they donate too much, it might not. You know, it's it, because that would actually probably work. What do you mean? Like, donation-wise. Yeah, because no one wants to actually, do it themselves, but Walmart they is actually, like, they, actually, they actually don't want to donate that money. They're just doing it for... I know. It's just purpose or like why it's just like or, or how like, about like but at the same time it's like sure the corporation should be helped but you know it's not just it's like you can help too <laughs> no i know but then why ask me like why do all that song and dance because if they can say hey look we're helping we're we're doing this for charity we're collecting this stuff for charity it's, it's publicity that. it's it's publicity it's i know and i know, I know it's, it is but like, business just, 101 i know it is such bullshit i just and i guilt for people on the door like oh might as well so i i get it and it must work obviously it's just it's such a bullshit it makes me so angry <laughs> This is one of those things like, fuck you. I go to self-checkout, so. So do I. So so, so do I. All right. You want to get into this proper? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this movie opens up with Dr. Light blowing up some things. He's just a supervillain. Skeletor. No, not him. It's Skeletor. No, not him. Wait, Different supervillain. Who's up to like that? I missed that. Dr. Light, in the very beginning, the very opening scene, he's one of the, he's a supervillain on one of the many TVs. Oh, oh, okay. My bad. I was just bringing him up because he's a, he's a supervillain, but he's like, he's like B, maybe C list supervillain. So just wanted to stay, throw it in there. Anyway, this guy oh, is watching. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Dumb question. Joker. I guess he's a tier? He's probably the most prolific supervillain in the world. Yeah, but like compared to like intergalactic supervillains, which I guess Joker's still on that tier because he's so Joker. Or in is comparison it... to inter, what do you mean? I don't understand like he's the in DC, right? Batman and Superman always cross over. So Joker compared to like Zod or someone else who's been from other galaxies with this true destructive power and joker's just crazy madman overthinking shit like like is joker on that level of like a threat i assume oh yeah okay joker is definitely on a threat i mean he if he got creative enough he could destroy the world easily yes i'm saying like if there's an alien invasion like zod zod and he brings he brings an army from krypton like power level no not power level like power level he'd probably get murdered of course but still like just scheming wise he's up there i guess like he's on the level of lex luther okay so he's like a ground villain essentially he's not yeah he's he's like prolific as far as in our reality if you're talking about within their reality yes that's what i'm saying their reality the Superverse reality, like how much of a threat uh, truly is Joker I to don't, the world? I don't. Honestly, I don't think any of like Superman is pretty prolific in the world, and so is like the Green Lantern Corps. But I don't think many of the other heroes are like two aliens and stuff. Yeah. So I don't think they're very prolific as far as other people knowing what they are. They usually come and like, what's this about? <laughs> you know, who are these guys or something like that? Okay. Okay. Anyway. I was just curious. I'm sorry. So yeah. So Dr. Light is destroying a, a bunch of things. And then there's just a bunch of TV screens showing a bunch of different uh, bad things happening, natural disasters, political intrigue. And there's this guy watching all these TVs. He claps his hand and all TVs turn off and we go into the, very stylized credits. Like, this is a different movie with these stylized credits. This feels like yes. almost James Gunnish as far as that. Anyway. Yes, yes, that's yes, 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 yes. It's very punk, I should yes. say. Yes, 
Yes, yes, that's the yes, TJ. That's what that motherfucker is. James Punk, James Gunn is like 80s, 90s British punk shit. Yeah. God damn. Yes, TJ. Yes, thank you. Uh, So after the credits, we get a, an animated Superman cartoon where Superman catches. This is too meta. Huh? Superman catches. Stop a- bunch of bank robbers for the net it would be funny though if they would have done like a live action one like the cartoons it, watch live action shit like that's their entertainment maybe yeah you know but you know but it's, it's what we got. super uh, i don't so the um superman allowed the people to make this cartoon for charity and lois makes fun of them and then the atomic skull attacks this is skeletor yeah yeah he looks like skeletor spot on he's just a super movie villain he's a low enough super villain so they can do the thing they're going to do later. <laughs> not that this matters. This is in canon. But because he doesn't. The Atomic Skull is not even in the original comic. Okay. So yeah. This so is yeah, definitely. They cool. Just to you know. He's a, he's low enough so no one would care. Yes. Essentially. Anyway. He's he's turning people to ash. So he's murdering people in the street. Yeah. So there's a lot of murder in this movie. And you know. Him and Superman fight. And he beats him. Who the, the Atomic Skull big Superman. Hey, man, you said he beats him, so, like, I don't know, man. As a viewer, like, Yeah, I know, pronouns, but still, yes. Superman, Superman obviously beats the Atomic Skull. I don't think anyone doubted crazy that. We're shit. only... This is comics we're, we're talking about, TJ. We're only three shit. minutes into the movie. There's how else would it be if Superman were got his get his ass kicked by the Atomic Skull of people in the first three minutes? Uh, it would... Like it, it depends. So it like, might be... It would. It might be stupid, honestly, if it's... Because you know, so people will be like, how? Why? This is stupid. Yep. It depends on how it's done. Anyway, Superman punches him into a lake, which just destroys this lake's ecosystem. And the Atomic Skull, because I think he's made of radiation, the Atomic Skull, I think, if I remember correctly. All right. Anyway, he defeats the Atomic Skull, and then he's suddenly given a lecture at the UN for some reason. And um, what are the two names, the two countries? The two two fake... Oh, like Russia and gonna... Ukraine? <laughs> That's no. That's what it is. Is it? No, it's not what it is, but it's damn near close, TJ. No, well, I'm just thinking, when when, when did Russia invade Crimea? That happened, I think around that time, actually, thinking about it. Hold on. So, it, it might be. Yeah, shit. That's why, that's why, when you brought it up, I was like, wait, maybe. Oh, damn, that's good. Russian invade. C-R-I-M-E. 2014. Jesus, that's just two years after this. Yeah, okay, so it's not quite that, so I'm going to assume by the name's by 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 Allah and Ho Khalistan that they're Middle Eastern countries. Oh, probably yeah, duh. Yeah, I'm gonna assume they're two Middle Eastern countries. Yeah. Anyway, Superman's like defending why he didn't kill him, and then all of a sudden one of the Middle Eastern countries gets attacked, and the other one blames the other one, and then and Superman goes off to to do it, but by the time he gets there, the elite. Ha- the elite, which we'll explain who they are in a moment, saves the day, helps Superman save the day. What's funny about the elite design, though? What's that? Is that they're obviously not good people. So no. Not, not any point in the world. Like, and realistically, if this shit was real, not one point would I ever, like, yeah, these guys I should root for. Like, there's obviously a demon person on your team. These people just anyway, look like bad guys. So the elite consists of four people. Excuse me. They have a magician named Hat who has a magic hat. He can create things out of the hat. I'm not sure how far his powers go. He seems to only summon, like, monsters out of it. But I'm pretty sure he can pull anything out of it. So... Oh, uh, get it, guys? So I think he's... Doesn't utilize his powers very creatively, no. is what I'm trying to get at. No, he does not. There's a woman named Menagerie who has, like, these demonic-looking symbiotic 
beasts attached to her. They look more like insects in the comic book. She's, yeah, but like then this, she's like more like Medusa-ish. Medusa-ish, or maybe even aliens a little bit. Oh, what's the other one? Species. Species, yeah. Something along that. Yeah. There's a very bland guy named Coldcast who just yeah. absorbs energy. Yeah. He's got like one milky eye. And then the leader, Manchester Black, who has a tattoo of the Union Jack on his chest. And he's super, super British. Super British. He has super psychic strong. powers. He is um, psychic powers, so he can use tell tell tel- it's telekinesis, right? What's the other one? Telekinesis and telepathy. Oh. Telepathy is the mind reading one, I think. Oh, yeah. I think telekinetics is moving thing with your mind. So what's a sonicist? That's what I am. So um, sure, sure. So Manchester Black is honestly a poor man's John Constantine. Yeah, so I got you seen uh, the boys, right? Yeah, it's like Billy. Yeah, but I think Billy was based off of. Oh, you think? Oh, that makes sense. So yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah, that's fair. Because this was the original comic was two thousand and one. Yes, and I don't think the boys was released. Was like the original graphic novel, yeah. I think was. I don't it think has it to be was. after nine, uh, 2001. Yeah, I think it was after two thousand one. The boys, um, but John Constantine, I think, was the design because John Constantine was like eighties. I think he was um, two thousand six. The first publication was of the boys. So yeah, so yeah, the, the, I, I'm pretty sure it was probably yeah. Uh, let me make sure again. If I was younger, I would not have minded that character that much, but he was just so like overly British. Like, mm, yeah, John, John Constantine. Day, John Constantine debuted in 1985. 85. So I'm um, yeah. So um, and at the time he was in Vertigo Comics, he wasn't part of the main DC DC universe. John Constantine, so I think they kind of stole the character, if I'm being honest. I have no proof of that, but... Inspiration. Yeah, well, obviously, inspiration. DC's own Vertigo comics, so... Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. Anyway, the Elite helps Superman destroy biologically engineered insects with laser cannons by the this Middle Eastern country seemed to develop. It was a giant monkey. It was a giant monkey in the comics, just so people know. I think I'd rather have... uh, It was already dead, too. They didn't even show the fight. They just showed the destruction in the aftermath. Anyway, he helps, and then, you know, Superman's naturally suspicious of these guys because these guys just came out of nowhere. They have superheroes, and he's a reporter, so he's, like, investigating them, and then a trait... train gets trapped in a tunnel and superman shows up and then the elite shows up to help him again and hey look but this time they found the two terrorists and in manchester black's like hey tell me what you know and he almost kills them and superman stops and says you can't kill and he's like why people all over the world are like hey these guys are cool because they can you know, they're better than Superman. They got no rules, man. And then uh, Manchester Black broadcasts a message to the entire planet saying, hey, oh, by the way, they have like a, a spaceship that's an alien. <laughs> did you yada yada over a lot of shit? I did. Okay. Okay. So kind of like, where the f*** are you at right now? Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to see my scene. No, you don't need to. I took, I took no notes. You too? Yeah, I took no notes. Okay. And I'm doing this from, I'm doing this from memory. Okay. Just making sure because you've missed a lot of shit. Like, I don't know if it's important not to you, but okay. No. Like, the story's not important. No, it's just a message. It's all, it's, this movie's it's, all about the message. This is the message that's behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally, this is this part that I'm talking about right now. Is, hey, look, we got these new heroes and, you know, Superman is, you know, working with them. And now now we're slow and building up to what they're about versus what Superman's about. Now, I guess you kind of like, 
I don't know if, it can, if it, people care or not, but like uh, the, the the British guy's little background story. Who care? No one cares. Not for it. Well, it's it's there to show why his motivations are what yes. they are. It, it's character development. Yes. I mean, it's not needed in this hour and sixteen no. minute movie, but it would make sense to have it in the comics if yes. it makes any sense. Even though it's not there in the comics, this yeah. whole spy thing's not in the comics. He didn't not. have a sister, sister, not that I know. But like I said, that was one comic. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is an hour movie stretched from a twenty minute comic, so it's like. Even then, I don't think even in this movie, because I never once cared about his motivation. Like, okay, his motivation is just kill the bad guys because that's enough. Yeah. That's enough motivation you need. Yeah, kill the bad guy because they're cancer and they yep. won't come back after. That's all. That's all I need. I don't care about him and his trauma if it's a kid. No one cares. Right, and I, that's and that's what this movie is. But because it needs to be stretched out, yes. that's why we're getting all yeah. this extra stuff. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> because like, if you if you realize, we don't get any backstory for any nope. of the other elite members. Not so at it's all. like. They're more interested. Well, two out of three are more interested anyway. That's why I thought I missed a lot when I took my nap through this movie. So I was like, I didn't miss anything, really, did I? No. Anyway, so the robots are back too. By the way, the robots and Superman's uh, lair. Well, we didn't quite get there. Don't think. I know, but they're back in this movie. Yeah. Superman has his helper robots because we can't have the Justice League in this movie for some reason. <laughs> that was so God damn, the reason. That was so much better. We needed the reason. It's. It's in the comics. Like Lois is always is on Clark. Like, why are you the one to to do this? Why not bring in the Justice League? I did why not like is her he... character on this movie? I'm sorry. Her she character. Felt like a te- she felt like a terrible nag. Like, I felt like they didn't write her well, or so I don't know. She's just not jive me in this movie maybe it could have been the voice acting i didn't like but just something about her character she seems yeah, more I mean, negative than usual and more joke well, she, like, she she's more invested because superman's her husband in this yes so they're not it's not like she's just this reporter she's got a personal vested interest in superman taking on these super powered people yeah but she, like she didn't come off how she usually comes off like, i feel like she's usually a stronger character like she just felt like i guess arm candy well, in this movie she just felt like it's, not Lois Lane. It's it's hard because she can't take a center stage in the story because it's not about the story. I like I said, it's a, it's about the message. So you got to kind of and you, you she's got to be be there to be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Yes. With this why are you taking the fight to these guys? Yes. Like this by yourself, essentially. Like in the comic, it makes more sense. It's like, why aren't you bringing the Justice League in on this or anything? Yeah. Because as these guys are powerful, and he's like, and Superman's like, and he's got a point. This is about him and what he stands for. And if he doesn't do it, then it kind of diminishes everything. Yeah, it's valid, very valid. So it's it's very much the story fighting with the message here. You know, so you kind of have to have you have these moments in the movie that are supposed to be character developed, and I guess they don't always work. <laughs> they don't. Like I said, she's not a bad character. It's just like I felt like she was just and the voice acting's a little off on, yeah. in this movie. I think she was just not given the attention she like or given the strength. I guess. Yeah, it's just. She's not there. She's just there to be what be the side of Clark that is not prideful. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's she's there to be devil advocate for the yeah. other side. What you know, like he's like he says at one time, we can't go around kill. You don't want to go around killing people. And she says, sometimes I do think about you should just kill some people. Well, you see, know? I think that's a redundancy there because early in the movie we had the uh, black character. He kind of says that. Obviously, he's advocating devil's advocate. I just feel like but a lot of these roles were redundant. 
maybe that's what it was. Like she didn't like stick out enough as Lois Lane. She was just just reiterating other shit we've seen in this movie already. Yeah, maybe that's my same, issue was. But at the same time, it's it would make less sense if she didn't do the things that she did either. No, you're not wrong, but it just felt like because she's it's like I said, she's personally this affects her. Yeah on a personal yes, level yes so no and, I, and like, I get that yeah everyone else is just like bystanders and yes, all this yeah like so it's like anyway <laughs> sorry so uh they saved the, the people from the train manchester black was killed he broadcasts to the world that hey all you bad people who are doing bad things if you continue to do bad things i'm gonna kill you essentially <laughs> Uh, and then the Middle Eastern countries are like, screw this. So the one invades the other and then Superman goes to intervene, but he gets knocked out by one of the elite's powers, which something about neutrons in their brain or something. I don't know. I kind of glazed over with the explanation on that one. And, um, so Superman's been taken out and he's about to get killed by these soldiers. And then the elite show up and murder them all graphically. Yes. Yes. It's glorious. And then Superman pass out. They take him to their bug spaceship thing that was an alien entity or something. And he's like, you can't kill people. Superman says this to them. You can't kill people. And he's like, yes, we can. He's like, I'll stop you. And then he gets teleported. Do we ever explain where they come from? Who? The elite. Like, I know where the guy comes from. But like, do they ever explain like everyone else's bullshit? Well, you said they don't, so never mind. No, they're just people on Earth. Like, where's this? Like, where's they get this shit from? Uh, they found it. I think they said, and then it was a living entity, but they like got rid of like its emotional centers and stuff. So now it's just a ship or something. I don't know. They explained it in like two sentences, okay. but it was there. Okay, it wasn't a, a very convincing one, but it was it's there. like we're going. To, we have to address it, but we're going to yada yada. Okay, yeah, pretty much. Gotcha. So, yeah, uh, Superman gets teleported back, and now everyone's on the side of the elite. Like, kids don't even want to be Superman because they're not that killed, and the elite is. And, you know, it's a little hand fisted at points. Yeah, yeah. Like, no like one supports Superman, really, guys. I mean, well, I get it. There, some people are. But there's, but like, they're like second guessing, hey, maybe, you know, we should because, I see, you know, I- I think there's a nuance to it. That's my thing. Like, if someone like the Joker, who's been breaking out of Arkham for X amount of years, so many times, killed so many people, killed a guy. But if someone does a crime, maybe a bad crime one time, arrest them, put them in jail, and let's see where it goes. But if they're, like, <laughs> see, a recurring I, I problem... I don't I don't know what that is. If, if Joker's consistently breaking out of Arkham, I don't think that's a Joker thing. I think that's an Arkham problem. Maybe you should send them to a different prison that too that too maybe that <laughs> i don't know like there's like there should be something again it's a nuance maybe thing. stops maybe stop sending them to the that too. mental hospital yes. the mental prison that seems to have open door policy yes. and then maybe he won't get out every three days and kill a bunch of more yes, people sure it seems that, that seems good like at their job and all that kind of shit yeah yeah that seems like a felon of the government not so much not as too. yeah <laughs> but yeah like i just yeah yeah it's again nuances. I think this movie's too black and white. I feel not like if, if they want to make it a thirty an hour and a half movie like they did, they should they could have had more gray areas in it. I don't know if it's completely black and white though, because like wh- when we get to the end, Superman shows what he's capable of. Yeah, but he like and this, but like he shows what he's capable of. And this is like, is this what you really want from me? But even then, that still goes on to just end there. Like maybe if it was, if you want to be more black and white. They could have kept going, like, do we trust Superman? We saw 
saw what he could do. Granted, he says he's not going to do, it, but he still saw like so like, maybe they could like put like programs and like I don't know. But then we're get then we're getting into more evil Superman stories. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. This it's movie, a- like, I get why the movie is the way it is. I just feel like it's too good versus bad, not enough gray. Like I, I like I, I like I said, I think this movie suffers from the fact that it is stretched into a movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Like, it works as a, a one-page comic. Yes. I mean, there's still some hand-fisted stuff in there, obviously, oh, sure. and stuff like that. But it's all, like we said, it's all about the message. Yep. Like, it's like, you don't, you can have these regular heroes, these heroes of who won't kill and, you know, have moral guides and stuff like that. You don't need people to murder everybody. Exactly, exactly. So, anyways. Uh, I don't even remember where I was. No, I was still, I was paying attention. Anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> The review's longer than the movie, so who cares? Uh, the Atomic Skull breaks back out of prison and, you know... Does some shit. Su- Superman goes to stop him and the Elite show up and come the thing. And it's another one of those instances. Hey, you you arrest this guy in the beginning. Look, he's out again killing more people. And then the kid's dad from earlier gets turned to ash and is murdered in front of him. And, the elites, and after Superman and Elite put down the Atomic Skull, he... The, Made chance to black ass the kid. Like, what do you want us to do? You want him to continue murdering people and escaping from jail? And the kid says, "Do it." And then uh, Made chance to black murders the atomic skull by blowing up his head. Yep, that's another reason why they chose the atomic skull, though, so they can actually blow someone's head up, and it only looks like a skull, skeleton skull. Still pretty dark. Yeah, I know, but In it's not like an people, actual. Like he just executed someone. Yes, he did. Like, God damn, public execution. Like, holy shit. Yep. And yeah, that is. What's wrong? I'm trying to remember how it um unfolds. Because I know the next part is the uh, big war. Fight. Yeah, it's a big fight. The, the, war br- the war breaks out. But, like, Superman, like, he just murdered somebody in front of everybody. He should be arrested right now. Well, there's super guys doing what the people wanted. Yeah, I know. So, like, I that's why I'm I'm wondering. Like, they just teleport away, right? Yes. Yeah, because Superman goes okay. in for a punch. They all stop him. He's in the bang guy's like, nah, 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 nah. Well, you just would declare war on you now. And they teleport away. And then okay. the council's like, whoa, what things happened? And Yeah, so now the two Middle Eastern countries declare war. And then Superman shows up and stops them without killing a single soldier. See, you can do it. And you're like, what's that supposed to prove? Doesn't mean anything. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We killed the two leaders of the government. The elite does. Yep. And they just murdered. Yeah, they're all dead. The entire Middle Eastern country. So we don't have to worry about that that storyline anywhere. That storyline's over. Yeah, that's, that's how exactly and how that would happen. That's how the movie portrays it. I don't know. Can you imagine the turmoil that would happen? Like, the whole government of any area just collapsed like that. Anyhow. So... Superman gets really mad that they kill these guys, and he punches Manchester Black. And Manchester Black's like, okay, he gave me gave us cause. Now it's your turn to die. Tomorrow, you die. And so Superman, you know, mopes with Lois the night before. And, you know, the next day, there's a giant fight. But Superman's like, we're not fighting in the city. Take us to space. Because they go to a moon. And the elite proceed to kick Superman's ass until he does, until they don't. <laughs> until they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they think they've beaten him, but then Superman turns super scary and essentially poisons the bug girl, looking like she killed her, suffocates the hack guy, sends the other guy into orbit at such a speed that he's going to explode. And then he lobotomizes Manchester Black, but not really. He just pretends to do all that. Well, and how, says, "See, do how does he pretend to do that? Yeah. Because, oh, and also, he he acts like he's gonna um destroy. He destroys a bunch of buildings and crushes a bunch of people with like rubble and stuff, including Lois, because he's evil now. 
But not really, because there's a bunch of robots there to say, haha, we saved everybody. So we didn't kill anybody. So stupid. Robot's not in the comic, by the way. I hope not. I, I, I rubbed my eyes so hard at that. No, in the comic, the whole fight takes place on the moon, and he's like, I didn't really do all that stuff. You just saw what I wanted you to see, essentially, and he defeats him that way. But like, it's like Manchester Black is now thinks all of his friends are dead and he's like you're a hypocrite and you just killed all like you're superman you're not supposed to do all this stuff and then it's the big message so forth and so forth see you could do it without killing people and people were scared of who i was like this you know the whole message that we've been discussing this entire movie yes. and then and then everyone gets arrested and the day is saved and superman is right yeah. don't kill don't kill or, or maybe maybe stay on your ground who knows yeah <laughs> anyway yeah, that's the movie it's a good it's a good story yes well not story well it's good, good. It's, it's, a, good it's, a, it's a good story and a good message just not execute it very well i don't think it's a good story i think it's just a good idea like okay what if this <laughs> then that's like this is the story's not really well like there. i said it's just like okay like, here's the but message the story the story itself is fine it's just all the added elements didn't really help it like superman trying to prove that not murdering people is a fine story within of itself yes you know what i mean and it has been done in better ways yes in better superman stories yes you know like every superman story is pretty much we're not gonna kill exactly so like do we really need this movie like i just this just felt like but like i said this is this is like an iconic story iconic um comic essentially yeah and they just seem to adapt everything that was popular that's not that yeah that so that. so that's what this this what this was a result yeah. of and i guess the i guess joe kelly the guy who wrote the comic wanted to adapt it adapt it so like yeah sure why not i don't think we they we've ever gotten that before so i get it yeah, it's, it's something yeah it's fine yeah. it's superman it's too bloated i couldn't recommend it because it's so like yeah yeah I wouldn't say I wouldn't recommend it. If you like Superman, I think you'll like it. I can say it's skippable. That's definitely skippable. That's my thing. So I'm gonna give it a four out of ten. Like it's not terrible, but it's just like it's not good enough know. for me to like go watch it, guys. So like, eh. You- I wouldn't judge it that harshly. What, what, what'd you get? I think that? I think it's an average five. A five, yeah. I think it's an average movie. I think read the comic. I don't really necessarily would always say go read the comic because they're usually whole storylines, but this is literally one comic. Yeah. It's Action Comics number 775 and it's way more condensed and to the point, so I think it's done better there, but, you know, anything's done better when it's tighter, yeah, tightly written. Exactly. Tighter written, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, I, like we said this a lot in this review, but like it's just they took one comic and stretched it into an hour. It's gonna be running the problems when you do that. Exactly. So I mean, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I'm at a five. I'll stick, I'll stick at a four. Yeah. Anything else, TJ? No, we can cut out. Okay. And this review was not longer than this movie, by the way. I am proud of us. Mm-hmm.